0: Welcome back, everybody.
1: Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back.
0: Welcome back. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, we're just going to stray away from the normal um, intro because, matter of fact, I'll say it. Welcome back to His and Hers podcast where he talks about life through his perspective.
1: And she talks about life through hers.
0: So for anyone new, if we do have any new listeners, my name is Ugo. um, And I'm here with my, uh, you know, buddy old pal here.
1: Yeah, my name is Devontae, and I'm here with this person.
0: I just think we needed to reintroduce ourselves because we've been gone for a little bit. Okay.
1: Yeah, of course. We always never. You always should reintroduce yourself. Yeah. Every you episode. Never, yeah. Never yeah. know who's listening. So shout
0: out to the new people if you're listening, and shout out to all of our family that came back. Yes. Um. Yeah. We've we actually it's an elephant in the room. We can't just kind of skate around it. Our last episode, life has been lifeing. Y'all niggas know life really has been lifeing. Like, yeah. This should be dragging, dragging a bitch. Yeah,
1: as, <laughs> as everyone, I think this is just the, this is the season of life just, like, doing a quick transition, is, like, preparing for that second quarter, third quarter, second quarter. Second quarter. Yeah, true. second quarter, preparing for that second quarter, so I think a lot of things has been, I guess, heightened.
0: I don't know. I just feel like a lot has been going on, um... Since we've last, or since you guys have last heard our voices, um, I've moved. And then right after I moved, I got sick. So that's kind of like, and then right after I got sick, he got sick. I got sick. So it's kind (laughs) of like, you know, we've been MIA because shit has been going on. So um, I personally do want to apologize for the inconsistency because I hate when podcasters do that shit. Like, Like, if I'm listening to, like, if I really fuck with a podcast and all of a sudden, like, they're just gone, and they come back, and they don't. Well, I yeah, <laughs> I get what
1: you mean, but I feel like this is episode will be episode five, mm-hmm. so I feel like you know less.
0: You feel like niggas know we niggas, ain't shit.
1: Niggas, not nah, not nah, nah, niggas don't know we ain't shit. But I feel like <laughs> niggas know, like we are. We're just doing our thing, and we enjoy what we're doing, and ain't no pressure. Um, That's yeah, fair. ain't no pressure. That's fair, and I think that's a good little. um it's something important to understand. Like, when you're doing anything in life, once you start feeling pressured, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to do it.
0: Because mm-hmm. the energy
1: is different. The energy is different. So, I'm not I'm not allowing anything to pressure yeah. me. when I make
0: my decision. You're right. Okay. So, basically, you told me to chill out and stop being yeah. so fucking. So <laughs> apologetic to who? I'm just saying, because I know how I feel if, like... One of my favorite podcasts, I haven't heard, from, like, no episodes, I'm going to be like, this is annoying because I already have, like, I'm already used to it in my schedule, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but. But I get, I mean, I think okay. everyone knows, like, you know, we're human. Yeah, One. And people who listen to us probably know us and know us. Like, exactly. like exactly. what more do you expect?
1: <laughs> like, like we're here recording on a Monday. Monday.
0: Today's Monday. Oh, today's Monday, yeah. You
1: don't know anything. <laughs> Oh my God. Life has been life and y'all. That it must be nice to not know what day it is though. What do you mean? Because I feel like a regular person should <laughs> <laughs> know when it's Monday because it's Monday. Everyone um, knows the weekend is over and it's Monday.
0: Yeah. I mean Yeah. You're right. You need a drink take a little drink of I think I need a little drink. Cheers. I'm nervous. For what? I just feel nervous. I haven't spoken to my fans, you know, in a long time. Oh. So. I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> enough of that. Um, I think today's episode is going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, You don't really know what it's about. So. Not even. But I gave you the topic or, you know, a little bullet point. I don't know if there's going to be the, the title of the episode yet. Mm-hmm. But failure is easy and success is the hard part.
1: Mm. I like that. I like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I kind of, that came to me. Ooh, chow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, how did that come
0: to you? It was, my therapist dragged me. So I was kind of, you know, sitting in, in what she was saying. And I was just thinking about it. Like, damn. Like, because I was telling her, and we're going to get into it later in the episode. But it's just letting her know, like, you know, wow, like shit is really happening oh my god like mm-hmm. i didn't expect it you know yeah um and she was like yeah that's what's supposed to happen And i'm like well what what do i do now how do i maintain it like mm. and she, that was actually another like a big part of the theme for today's session i have therapy on mondays <laughs> um and that is just something that kind of stuck with me because it's like it just dawned on me. I guess this is maybe a realization to other people. People have probably already had this realization. Mm-hmm. But failure actually really is the easy part. Success means that you have to, like, you gotta keep doing it. Whatever you did that worked, you gotta figure that shit out and do it again, like, or it's do something to maintain it. So it's kind of where that came from. So I just wanna mm-hmm. pick your brain a little bit. You know, it's a conversation. Yeah, I get that.
1: Um, one thing that stood out to me was just like, even the way we started this episode, right? You talked about how life has been lifing. And you mentioned like, you know, it's been something that you want to do. And, you know, we want to record more consistently and put out stuff frequently and then the pressure and all that stuff. That is the, the hard part. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. Because we talked about how easy it is to just not get up and do anything. Mm-hmm. Not just be motivated it's easy to not be motivated because what you can you can, there's so many distractions mm-hmm. that you can just distract yourself but as far as be trying to be successful in your own craft and something that you want to do it's hard because of due to those distractions so i definitely it's funny you mentioned that and that's the title
0: yeah i didn't even honestly when i was thinking about this um I wasn't thinking about in terms of like podcasting, because that's definitely the truth. But before we get into that, let's 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 knock some, you know, formalities out the way. Okay. I just want to ask you what defines success to you
1: drinking champagne on (laughs) Monday. (laughs) Cheers to that.
0: (laughs) Cheers to that, because that is. Listen,
1: I feel like for me on a certain like not even on a serious note on in a general note. You have to be able to define your own success. And that looks like however you want it. If me making mimosas after work on Did Monday. Not me
0: making mimosas <laughs> as I record this episode on
1: a Monday. <laughs> on a Monday after, at what, 7.34? Because this is my happy hour. That's my <laughs> success because guess what? I had a long day today. And right? I love that for you. And I, and I feel honored that I'm able to sit in, in my home with my love and just enjoy life. So cheers.
0: So that's your dip all right. Calm
1: down, P Diddy. Don't ever Don't ever call me Puffy. That is
0: I'm screaming. No, let's
1: let's talk about Puffy.
0: His name is Love. I think it's Diddy is it Diddy Love or Love? I don't even know, but that guy they say he's a devil. That's for another episode. If you want to do a whole episode and discuss why Diddy (laughs) is the devil, you do that allegedly or something. But I didn't say that Diddy. Uh, If you hear this, he said that, not me. Whatever, (laughs) fine. But for real, what defines success to you? Like, what are the markers? Like, what are the
1: parameters? Um, I think it's it has a lot to do with, of course, we state the obvious, finance. Um, I think your financial status is a high, holds a high value of someone's success. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the amount of work that you put into something that you could say that you worked hard to achieve something. For example, um, a track star, a runner, his success would possibly be that he beats a certain time that he wanted to beat. So he kept on training and training and training and Mm -hmm. he got there. Um, and that's just an example with taking money out of the, the 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 example of success. So I think success is just when you set your own goal and you worked hard towards it, and you're able to see it flourish in any way that it it, it can. I think that's that's when you can say, "Yeah, I've been successful."
0: What about failure?
1: Ugh. damn!
0: <laughs> drink to that. Yeah, drink to that.
1: Failure. Failure is too common for, it's so common, but it's so like, it can be so great at the same time. Because I feel like, I talked about this in the last episode, where someone's failure might be someone's success Mm -hmm. in a way, you know? Like, hey, I lost two mil in stock. Last week, I'm a failure, right? But I'm a million. I'm like, you know, I got fifty million in the bank. That's, you know, what I mean. To- shit, I'll be like, damn, give me the two yeah, million. don't know what to do with it? <laughs> just so I think, I think, but that's another sidebar. But I think failure within itself is just when, to me, how I would define it, is when you actually try to do something, and you take the steps to do it. And it doesn't work out your way. The way that you saw it. Yeah, the company. way it works out or oh, how you saw it was supposed to happen. I,
0: to me, I have a, a little bit more of a simpler view of how I define failure and success. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom always said it. And I, you know I say it now. I always say it. Did you do your best? Mm. To me, that is what marks. I can definitely say that that's a huge marker of failure. Because I look at it as it's a failure to me, even if I did hit the outside, um, the the pinnacles that everyone or other people can expect. Mm-hmm. But if I'm if I know I didn't put my best forward, and like, cause no funny shit, that shit does happen. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nursing right. school for me, for me personally, I didn't have to put in as much effort as I saw a lot of people doing and I still succeeded. Mm. So I'm not going to sit here and say it was a failure to me because it wasn't. It was just like, I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and say I failed because that was never, like, it. I was doing well getting the A's and I was just like, I I don't think I saw it as a failure at the time because it kept me busy. That's what I can say. Um, But now as I look back, I know it was a failure for me because, that's not something that I even really was interested. Like that. It wasn't passionate for me. So yeah. it's that's what I'm saying. Like I know I didn't even put my best foot forward. For some reason I was succeeding by the great like, thank God. Mm-hmm. But it's like that all in all, it was a failure for me. Success That's I, just
1: sorry, for that. That would, that's just you're saying that that's just an example that's of That's an example. What you define as failure. Yeah. That you're not putting your best into something.
0: Yeah, and it leans into what you were just saying that it, it both of these terms are so subjective. Yeah, because anyone would look at me and say, "Yo, how the hell did you said you did what you didn't yeah. even try?" And yeah, because I'm because I'm
1: because I know a lot of people. I mean, we both. I know them. We like, know a lot of people. My, my classmates. And, yeah, like, but I also know people that you know are successful nurses now. But I also know people that failed out, and I remember mm-hmm. like. How hard they work to bust their ass, and they consider themselves failure, and they tried their best. Yeah. And, but I'm just gonna be a devil advocate. So if you trying your best, and you still fail, isn't that, what is not what do you consider say. That's that?
0: not a failure to me because the only thing that I can do is my best. Mm. That's okay. all that I can give someone. Uh-huh. I just give you my best. Like I know what. Like I if if I know you want me to hit markers one, two, and three. And I know it's possible that I could do it. I'm going to try my best and mm-hmm. to make sure that I hit markers 1, 2, and 3. In the event that I do hit markers 1, 2, and 3, woohoo, cheers, like, thank God, I did it. Mm-hmm. But in the event that I don't, others can consider that a failure. I know I really tried my best. What can I do? What else can I do? Mm-hmm. Like
1: Okay. I get what you mean.
0: And I'm not saying tried my, oh, I tried my best, whatever, in a limited or like fixed mindset. No, mm-hmm. like I'm the type of person where I'm literally going to try every, every like ounce. fucking thing. Yeah, every ounce <laughs> of being. Exactly. So that's kind of, yeah. it's just, I don't know, I guess mine's is a little bit more um, unique because mm-hmm. Anyone can say, like, what are you talking about? But that's just how I was raised. That's something my mom always said to me. Like, yeah. even if, like, you know, like the typical you hear the for Nigerian kids is like, oh, well, you have to be a doctor, lawyer, and all of this stuff. Yeah. Do um, make sure you get all A's. If you didn't get an A, if you went to go and get B, your classmate got an A. They will ask you, did your classmate have two heads? Like, that, that shit, like, is, yeah. thankfully, it wasn't something that I had to experience, but I know it's very true. Cause I mean, I experienced it, you know, my dad yeah. sometimes did say that. But my mom will always say, Well, did you do your best? Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's like, why if, if you if she's to say, Oh, you failed, do better, da 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 or all of that shit, that introduces shame to a child. Mm. Then it's like, damn, that that's a whole bunch of other problems that you don't need to add onto mm-hmm. a kid. So but that's definitely a side. Yeah. But that's just you know, that's what you
1: feel, yeah I get that
0: I think speak I guess speaking of moms dads you know parents mm. what um examples of success did you see growing up even now
1: from my parents mm. um i the the biggest success I saw it f- was from my mother mm. um being that like I was really raised by her predominantly in my childhood life, um, I saw all of the different stages that she went through, yeah. and I mean, I'm just looking back at it now, and I'm just like, all right, you know, single, Jamaican um teacher, that has, uh, you know, uh, a, a, not an adolescent, I guess I'm. Whatever, whatever a toddler. age. Toddler, toddler. Toddler, yeah. adolescent, <laughs> whatever age. I'm a ch- has a child. And still has to also, you know, figure out how she's going to pay. So, we were living with my aunt at the time. And it was just like, you know, I was raised around my aunts and my mother. And it was just me and my cousin. So, growing up, I saw, like, she, she was busting her ass to go to work every day, come home, cook, clean, and then go to school on the weekends. Mm. And... I didn't understand why she was going to school. I just just knew that shit. My mom went to school on the weekend. I remember she used to bring home, like, early childhood memory. She used to bring home, like, the little blimp, blimply. Y'all remember Oh, blimply? Blimpy? Y'all remember blimply?
0: Blip is blimpy.
1: Blimp, I, can't I can't even say it <laughs> Bimply. I can't even say it. Shout out to bimply. Bimply. Right? I, y'all remember them? Yo, my mom used to come home. I don't know where she used to go.
0: Nah, that's My mom crazy. went to college and New show actually. And oh,
1: really? yeah, she went to New Rochelle. So she used to come home and bring that every Saturday. And I was high. Nah, the blimpy is a throwback. Find out, long story short, find out that she, she, she did that. And now she has a double master's in education. So it was just like, I didn't realize that you had to, no matter what you're going through in your life, mm-hmm. you still have to focus on yourself. Mm you got to better yourself while all of this is happening. And yes, it could be, you can have, you can say, yo, my back against the wall. I got, I got a kid. I got this. I got Mm -hmm. this. I have all this excuse. But if you put yourself forward and just, you know, think about your goal and set yourself up for that goal and actually achieve, I think that's your own success right there. So I saw my mom do that and that really motivated me. And yeah, that was my example.
0: What about your examples now? Like, even if. Not with your parents, like in it within the black community, let's say that
1: it's weird because, like, I have different levels of success. I feel like as I get older, I realize that I count the small things as little wins now because I can't let the big ones, you know, take me down. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you try to hit a certain goal and you don't achieve it and you do your best. That's why I asked you, like, what if you do your best? And you still and your best is not and enough. your best is not enough, and then you still fail. Like those that that happens. So I could say the little success that I see personally is like when I I'm working my ass off for one of these students, and the scholar is you know failing tremendously from the jump, and then to see them just like pass and work double hard, and work hard, and just the investment that I'm making to make sure that they work hard, and then it actually plays out that they pass and they do well. That's, like, of my little successes that I mm. see. Um, coming home, you know, being able to pay my bills, being able to drive and drive my car and do whatever I have to do and, you know, go out and do, you know, do regular day life. I think that's that's successful in my relationship. I, I look at it as, you know, I'm healthy. I, I have a beautiful woman that's, you know, by beside me through it all like i'm I, I'm successful, so it's like it just depends on how you view life because I too can say a lot of things like yo i'm I'm a failure, but why 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 live in that mentality but yeah i'm just I'm just going off because that's just that's my perspective
0: no, it's interesting, I think growing up um I saw this you know the the typical I guess, uh, forms of success. Mm-hmm. My parents both had jobs. Mm-hmm. My parents were together. They were able to raise five kids. Like, you know, all of my... I have three older brothers and then I have one younger brother. Um, so in that order, everyone went to college. Mm-hmm. Everyone graduated high school, went to college um, and got jobs. You know, those were the things that I was um, looking at. And I... I. It's... It, I guess it's, ob- I don't want to state the obvious. Like, I was fully aware that there are people who are billion, trillion, zillionaires. Mm-hmm. So yes, I know that. But I, for me, again, success to me, how I view it, how I maneuver through it is so personal. So the things that I'm saying, I know a lot of people probably won't agree with, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at any any anyone else except for, or how can I say it? Unless their last name had Anyawu, I was not (laughs) checking for what they like how their success looked. Okay, and that's something that that my brothers taught me. Mm. Like you don't need to judge any your success according to LeBron James, according to Beyonce, according to all of these people. You you judge it to the people that are immediate to you, and you look at that. And I was privileged enough to be able to look around at the immediate people around me. Mm-hmm. And they're all, you know, hitting these, you know, I guess, typical markers of success. They're exactly. all, they all—they got their good jobs. They got education. They did what they needed to do. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. it looks like you was. No. But it just was interesting to me. Um, because even through that, I... It didn't take until I guess now in my my first of all guys today I realized I'm in my late twenties. Oh my goodness! Wow. So. so
1: <laughs> and uh, it hit
0: me like a sack of bricks, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on, wait." You know, I'm young, I'm tender. But we, okay. you don't say we you. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Anyways. I didn't reach this point until um, my late 20s because um, I started to think like, you know, of course I judge my success in accordance to, as I said, my family, my immediate family, Mm -hmm. what my circle is doing, you know. But even through that, I only learned about success in the, the viewpoint of go to school, get a job, do what you need to do, then you start your family, like, That's pretty much it. And even with the jobs that you do get, or even when you go to school, you do all of these things. It was still pretty specific to me, especially because I'm Nigerian. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, you know, graduate high school, maybe go to college. mm, If you like, you can be an influencer, like, you know, all of these things. But I just think it's interesting in... The perspective of, I guess, as a black woman, yeah. as a Nigerian woman, yeah, that success is so conventional. Mm. It's it's And it's also in the context of being a black woman in America, you are considered successful when you're alive.
1: That same thing for black men.
0: In order to do that. What do we have to do? We have to make sure that we're falling in line. We're being good. We're doing all the things, you know, to make mm-hmm. sure that. Whereas you have white kids. Or let me not say, you know I'm going to say it. I'm going to stand on my chest. Mm-hmm. But you have our white counterparts and they are raised knowing that the world is theirs. Not even like, mm-hmm. oh, you know. I'm sure white parents tell their kids, you know, go to college, get a job, all of those things. Mm -hmm. But it's so common for a white child or someone of that culture to have the upbringing that, you know, success is varied. Success looks like whatever you want it to look like. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to look like go to school, get a job. But for me, that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. Go to school, get the job. Yeah. And then somehow, some way, a husband's going to fall in your lap. Because, you know, I couldn't date until I was damn near motherfucking 25. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, you know, I get, I definitely get what you're saying. And I, and I respect that you were being, you know, vulnerable with that as a black woman. And the, the major part of it is our culture. Mm-hmm. It's all with your culture. Because it's how you are raised as anyone with a a black background is raised a certain way. But when you have when you throw in that African, when you yeah. throw in that Nigerian, it's a different culture, it's a different way that you're defined. Yeah. And that also defines your success. When you throw in West Indian, when you throw in Jamaican, mm-hmm. when you throw in Trini, when you throw anybody who's Coming from a different descent, their success is just making it. It's just making sure that they provide for their family. It's making sure that they do the things that can make them wake up in the morning and have a smile in their face while they, while they go in, when they go to bed at night. So it's like those things varies, and as a black man, I I definitely understand that. One thing that you said that really stood out to me was um you mentioned about people people watching, and you talked about how you learned that at a young age and looking at other people's success and you can't define other people's success by your success. And I actually saw something today that I reposted. I was like, yo, basically on the lines of, I try to look it up, my phone just bug it out, but basically it was on the line of, um, it was one of my niggas, he was like, I gotta find it. Oh, I, gotta brother. Find it. I gotta find it. <laughs> I, I don't like calling cool stuff that's not some shit that I fuck with. Let me Who's find. What's your phone? I don't know what. Oh, because my phone was on Do Not Disturb. It was like, be happy for others when you see them doing well, my nigga. Oh, okay. Literally. <laughs> every nigga deserves. This is the every nigga deserves tweet. Tweeted that. And it was just like, that mentality goes back to like that whole crab in the barrel. Like, mm. when you see other people that are successful, you do not compare yourself. You do not get envious because they reach reached their success you don't understand the process you don't got the answers you oh. don't understand the process that Uh-oh. one person probably had to go through
0: you don't got the answers my
1: nigga. no because i like I, I i have to sit i have to sit back with myself for the same thing and i'm and i'm gonna be real i'm not i'm not a phony person one thing about me i'm real like anybody like i'm gonna speak my heart mm-hmm. um I had to take a sit back sometimes because of social media, and you know, especially when I was growing up younger, my younger 20s, I, I, was, I was comparing myself a lot. And when you compare yourself, you measure your success with others, it's going to allow you to feel like failure. And, like you're it, not doing nothing. You're not thing. doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So once you have that mentality, once you change that mentality where, where you're thinking like, yo, that person is successful, they're doing their things, kudos to them. I'm binging them up. I'm not there yet, but that's not my measure of my success at this moment. Yep. You have to always tell yourself, not at this moment. Yes, you can get there, but not at this moment. And you can't be hard on yourself because someone else is at their moment, at their success. Because you are not there. Like you have to just be like in yourself. Like yo, I don't. I'm, I know the steps that I'm taking right now. If you're doing your best and you're not there yet, keep doing your best. But I'm sure that person had to do the same exact thing to get there.
0: And maybe they didn't. And maybe they
1: didn't. So who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, so you not, you're not you. That's that, not you.
0: Yeah, that's exactly why. And I'm so glad I learned that lesson mm-hmm. because it's like, I was literally, I was doing the same thing you were doing. I was, Opal Instagram, everybody, yeah. everybody was on vacation. Everybody. Oh, vacation. Everybody vacation. was on their boots. Everybody had, I think vacation, I, I, Vacation has a. Oh, vacation season be fucking niggas up, so.
1: Vacation has a uh, a weird stigma when you see people going on vacation. You, you suddenly like think that their life successful. is like. Their life is yeah. at ease. No. They don't have they, they no. have time to go on vacation. No, no.
0: Which is weird because is we so go on weird. vacation. So it's like, why do we think like that?
1: But, but I, I think, I, I, I don't know about you, but yeah, I feel like I'm successful. I'm not, not. I don't know about you. No, I'm being real. Excuse me. Hold on. No, I'm just, I, I feel like I haven't reached the peak of my success success but like i mentioned before not not yet i'm still not i'm haven't been there yet i'm still young but what i'm saying is that to be to be able to travel and do those things like yeah that's that's a that's an accomplishment I don't think it's a. I guess I would say, let me change the way I think I feel like I've witnessed different muscles at the conference. To me,
0: yeah, it's not a marker of success. Yeah, that's a. But that's that's me speaking now in my fucking late 20s, apparently. Mm -hmm. But when I was younger, I did see that. And, you know, Mm -hmm. part of it is because, you know, I was younger. Mm -hmm. But also, that's why it was so important for me to learn that lesson. And for when my brother sat me down and spit that game to me, I was like, shit, you motherfucking right. Because at least I, like, I don't know what those people, uh, like, the steps that they took. I don't even know if it's fucking real. Like, oh, yeah. there's that part. I really don't even know if it's fucking real. Yeah. So I can't be sitting here comparing what is real to me and what my mm-hmm. actual real success is to theirs if I don't even know it. Mm-hmm. But the things that I do know, I know my brothers. I know the shit that they've gone through. Like, they tell me about it and they're very open with it. But it's like, I can learn from that. I can pick up from that. And thankfully, they're my brothers. And they're going to surround me and make sure that I do what I need to do. Exactly. So, I don't know. I just, that's just kind of why I feel like I would never look at, like, it's it's very obvious and easy to see, you know, you know, TikTok. Mm-hmm. it's a tiktok generation it's all, it's all, it's a tiktok
1: it's all it's just a phone generation exactly so
0: it's so easy to get caught up in that and look at it and be like shit I'm not doing what I need to." Do. but nah like and also the fact that none of this shit is fucking real anyway should let you know relax motherfucker have fun but I think going back to um, what I was saying earlier a part of that realization of me um, realizing that you know our the way that I was raised to view success was pretty conventional. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that was abstract or outside of the lines in any way. Um, and realizing, <laughs> shit, these white motherfuckers get trust funds. They get to do whatever they want. Like if they want to be successful selling seashells by the seashore, they could do that shit. And that's crazy. I never thought I was never taught that way. But I feel like it. I know by the for seashells. Me, Huh? No selling seashells the seashells. <laughs> Say it three times. <laughs> I said it once. I'm good. But <laughs> I, I definitely you know for me, and I want to know how you feel about this as mm. well. Um, for me, that definitely plays a part into why when I do hit these external markers of success, mm. like whatever people see, people will look at me. Ah, in Jesus' name, everybody will look at me. I know that I'm successful in Jesus' name. But In Jesus name The man. reason why Is because like I'll be hitting these Me too markets. Me too Jesus me too. <laughs> hold, on, hold on Not Jesus, me too Jesus Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> on, mother, mother.
1: Jesus If you're listening <laughs> If you see Ugo's
0: successfulness This will run me too <laughs> Thank you Jesus Anyway <laughs> Anyways um, Damn you made me lose <laughs> Because sometimes You gotta just say Listen You are so it's unknown. all God's
1: doing. It
0: is. It's God's and, favor. And it is, That's it's all, all it God's is. favor.
1: You can't, you gotta just, yo, know, it's all God's favor. Like, everyone's marker, everyone's success, everyone's, the way everyone moves, it's all in God's doing. And, like, honestly, like, when you're down and when you're low, it's just not your time yet. When you feel like it's failure, you're you're taking the wrong path. That's true. If you have faith, I think. I think all right, Pastor James. I'm not even gonna preach on them. Come on, Pastor James. Oh no, nah, I'm gonna preach on them. Nigga went to church. Oh no. Nah.
0: <laughs> all right, calm My down. My brother Quadri. Anyways. hold
1: on. Let me preach for them. Anyway, what I was that. saying. Oh no! Nah.
0: <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. This is why. You know what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what I was saying was, um, for me. Being that I was raised on and to have a more conventional view of success, mm-hmm. I feel like that leads a huge part into some of the imposter syndrome that I feel mm. when I do hit these markers and when I do the things that people are like, wow, I can't believe this is great. Like, And all of the things that I've done, all of my achievements, and pretty much all of my achievements in the moment, especially as I was achieving them. Mm-hmm. Definitely was going through some type of imposter syndrome.
1: What is imposter syndrome? (laughs) I think that people would like to know. Okay.
0: Well, if you if you wanna know, you know, we're gonna come with the facts. I did a little Google Schmoogle. Google schmoogle. You know, I got on the Googler Schmoogler and um imposter syndrome is defined as the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort or skills. Mm. So I just... Be- the key
1: to for me, sorry, it cut you off. It's okay. The key word for me in that is in legitimately. Hmm. I think that's a that's a key
0: word to remember. It is. And it's tough. I don't know. Because I, I think about it, like... You 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 okay one good thing not one good thing one good thing out of all uh, the million good things about my man yeah, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> do <dun, draw> me tantum <laughs> me black man mm. anyway dun, 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 uh, uh. um one good thing that I love that you do like you call me out on it Sometimes it is a little bit wrong. You be wrong sometimes. But when sometimes you be do you you call me out on my imposter syndrome and I don't like it because I guess because I'm fully aware of the concept of imposter syndrome. So I know that like, you know, and I know the ways to, you know, go about combating it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you call me out on it, I realize like, fuck. Like I'm not even fucking doing it. Like, I'm not... Yes, you are. I'm not... No, like, I'm saying I'm not doing the work that I'm supposed to do mm. to counteract it. Because mm. I know what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not taking those steps. And I'm just... I guess I, I succumb to it. And it gets me mad. I, Like, I get disappointed in myself for that.
1: I'm guilty of the same thing. I can, I'm guilty. We all are. Mm. I'm guilty of the same thing. And I think it goes back to... When you feel like you didn't earn, even though you worked your ass off, yeah. but you feel like you don't earn it because I feel personally, that could be in part of what the, what you think others might view it as, you know? That, what do you mean by that? I think, wait, like, you know, it's weird because like, I don't know. I feel like when people ask like a certain question or ask you a certain question, um, even like about your job, like, what do you do? And it's just like you will say something. I be mean,
0: like, like motherfucking. Uh, you uh, be saying something and uh, you be like, oh, like, uh,
1: like that. That's what I do. Shit. And you kind of second guess yourself. Yeah. A little bit. Yep. As a tad bit, mm-hmm. or you speak up confidently. And you say, yeah, I'm, I'm so and so, so and so. Um, but a little bit, a part of you, to you're comfortable, especially if it's new. It's gonna be like, oh wow, like. Is that really my, like, who I am? Guilty as, oh, drag me, Devante. It is, it is like that. (laughs) I think, and I also do it like, like, I don't even want to say this, but I guess, like, even when, with, like, the car I drive,
0: Talk your motherfucking shit. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I didn't know that that's what we were doing No, 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 no. I didn't know. No, I didn't know. You hopped on the mic so you could shit on me. You see what I mean? God, motherfucking day. No, 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 no. Talk your shit.
1: You see? Talk your shit, black man. Tell him about the car you drive. No, 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 no.
0: Okay. You see? I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: The reason why I say it. Is because when I was growing up, see, no one knows my life, mm. and this is no one knows the success. When I was growing up, my mother taught me everything that I have to do. I have to earn it. I have to pay for it. When I was, I never forget. When I was um, in eighth grade, I wanted the new iPhone, the new Motorola, <laughs> the new Motorola Nextel Chirp, the first video camera phone. You I had like the, it was even the if you a real one you know it was it was not the A60 I had the the new one the first one that had the video recording with the button on the side like it was like the 9 something I never forget that shit and then I got my joint robbed, but that's a whole side. Yikes. Yeah, yeah.
0: We weren't expecting.
1: Yeah, that. yeah. That's how I'm, I'm going. I thought
0: back. you were going to end with the story no. of pride and no, success. but it was <laughs> my mom
1: was like, if you want this phone that's so expensive, you gotta get it yourself. You gotta earn it. So I saved up my little coins, work whatever I do, A little something. I'm in eighth grade, I don't know what the hell I did. What did you do? I don't <laughs> know. I saved up my money and I got this phone. Offer it to get stolen two weeks later. And I say That's that, fucking life. And I say that because it's like I measured that at my young age as a matter of my success. I worked super hard. I got this cell phone. I earned it. Someone hated. Boom, took my phone. Long story short, back to what I said with the cars and anything. When I just finally was able to drive, I was just on some same thing. Like I'm gonna work my ass off, and I want to see. I want. This is what I like. I always like cars when I was younger. So what the hell? Why not? Like I can drive now. might as well get fucking shit? I want. And it was also like, what? Like I remember when I had like my Beamer, and I was just like, oh yeah. Like I was kind of scared to tell people like, or I drive a Beamer. I right, yeah. And then I got my Benz, and I was just like, yeah. People saw me like, oh shit. Aren't they putting them in the Benz? And I'm just okay. like, no. I'm being honest. And it used. To, and I don't like that. Like it made me feel like. Oh, like, I don't want people to feel like I'm braggadacious. And even with my new vehicle, whatever, I don't want to feel like I'm braggadacious. I'm just like, I work super hard. And it's just like when people com- comment on it, it makes me feel like an imposter. Like, did I earn, not deserve this? Did I not earn this? Mm. And that's just so this is my personal story behind that. But yeah, I, I didn't
0: address. know that's what you were going through with the car, to be honest. That's how I go through with all my vehicles.
1: It's not the first. It's not the first feeling.
0: Well, shit. I mean, I look. I be looking cute in it. <laughs> like, I'm mad cute in it. Oh my god! Next. next <laughs> definitely. <laughs> if you be my Instagram stories, if you know, you know. I'm just saying. But anyways, I just I'm glad that you said that because I I do think that in a weird way it is a little bit important to experience imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, I it say humbles that.
1: You. It, it, uh, I think it kind of humbles you.
0: I don't know if it humbles me. I don't even know if I need to live a life mm-hmm. You're right. humbled, Like being humbled. A little bit. I don't think that God will put things or put me through things or people in my life to humble me. Like, what are you, what? I'm, I, that's just me. I feel like I'm dripped in favor. So why do I need to. Not dri- dripped in favor?
1: What? Ooh, <laughs> you, you, you walking in with your drip <laughs> on the favor. You. Fuck a gritty nigga. I'm walking in with drip Can you in my favor. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I got mimosa in my blood right now. Okay, uh, this is why. <laughs> you know what? I, we ha- I, let me Disclaimer. Hold on. I haven't drank in forty five days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our tolerance is shot. Yeah, my tolerance is shot. Like yeah, one, yeah, get, I one glass, I'd be dizzy as yeah, hell. <laughs>
1: Gave up drinking for Lent and now it's like First day back Now we can't be contained
0: Anyways but I'm just saying like I don't think that I have to go through life and experience Things to humble me Mm. Because and especially when people I just feel like it has such a negative connotation to it Like what? I'm not even And especially if you know me as a person I'm not that type of person I'm not braggadacious. I'm not anything I'm Mm. not I don't need anything to humble me Like nigga I'm just chilling Like I'm fine I'm okay so I don't know about humbling, but mm-hmm. I just feel like experiencing imposter syndrome taught me a lot. Um, and I feel like it's something that, as I said, when I mentioned that you call me out on mm-hmm. it, and I feel a little bit disappointed in myself because it's like, I learned what imposter syndrome was um, through my experience um, with podcasting with my previous podcast mm-hmm. and that's kind of when I finally was able to put a name to what I was feeling mm-hmm. and then I did my own research and I'm like oh like wow this is normal or this yeah. is common <laughs> norm- yes, <I'm- laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if it's normal or it's common, it's common yeah. but um, so I learned about it and I learned about the coping the ways to cope with it and the ways to you know um, try to combat it but when you call me out on it I'm like damn Ugo, like nigga you knew and you were so deep in it that someone else saw it, and it's like you know so i i just I just feel like it is important to experience that mm-hmm. um I don't think that it's something that's negative, I just feel like it's something that's human
1: it is it is human, it made me think back to like like you know therapy and everything, and I think it's really important where you are when you're speaking to someone or anyone. Even a professional, you're you being honest with yourself and what you're going through, and something like something as imposter syndrome is is something that a lot of people go through, like you said, but can't put a name onto it. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to be honest with yourself and say, hey, "This is is this who I am? Yes. Let me find out what this is, and let me try to better it, and let me try to fix it." Um. But yeah, I think I think it's 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 real. Um. I don't know why. <laughs> When I thought about humbling, when you talked about humbling, I thought about Will Smith slapping the <laughs> shit out of Chris Rock. <laughs> I bet that was a humbling experience Why for Chris you Rock. like this? I just thought about it. I'm sorry. Because sometimes some people need to be slapped. Who, who needs
0: to be slapped?
1: Nobody needs to be slapped.
0: You just said sometimes we, I got it. Okay, on the mic. Got, okay. I don't I
1: personally don't wanna slap anybody. But I'm saying I like, wanna
0: slap some motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel like slapping somebody today. Slap slap. Oh <laughs> god damn it. Don't come slap.
1: Nah, you would never slap me. But I'm saying what I'm what I'm
0: saying is Do you know what you're saying? Because no, I think I don't the mimosa has activated in you and yeah. Anyways <laughs> Anyways, I'm just gonna steer the ship. I'm gonna
1: drive the boat. Drive the boat. Drive the, the boat. boat. Speaking of driving the boat,
0: please, please.
1: Could we not? Do not bring tangent?
0: that up today. I don't. I no, just let's don't do. not
1: Okay, I'm gonna go on a tangent. Oh I'm so God. sorry because you're measuring success. Okay. We're talking about failure. We're talking about success. And we're talking about driving the boat. No, no, no I'm okay. so okay. sorry. Okay. And we're talking. About, you're so
0: sorry, but you're still no, doing. No, no, no. It. I'm not sorry. At
1: all. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. I need to stop saying that. We're talking about success and people who are, like, we compare ourselves. And a lot of things that we do are comparing ourselves to, like, people, like celebrities. And we compare ourselves to, like... Who's we? A lot. Uh, not we. okay I mean, people. They? They. <laughs> if you don't, you do. Some people do. And at the so- same time, they're like, you know, they idolize. Because they idolize these people. And they're like, all right, these are my idols. This is what I look up to. Today, what I heard about Miss Driver the Boat, Meg the Stallion.
0: Not misdrive
1: the boat, make <laughs> Um, with the whole Tory Lane situation, yo, you like it's so crazy that. Okay, this is a crazy thing that's happening. Let me just say that, and I don't care about what story who who you believe. But if she's saying that she got shot, she got shot, and that's crazy. But all I'm saying is that when you reach a certain level of success, you will think that. You will b- behave a certain way.
0: Um. What do you mean by
1: that? Be- because all right, because
0: behave a certain
1: way. I- behave a certain way. Try to keep your bread. Because people like I feel like there's certain things that yo. If I'm if I'm if I got, if I'm touching Tory Lanez money, if I'm touching money like that, I'm not gonna do anything to jeopardize that by shooting a woman or having a gun on me that's gonna. Being okay. the baby out there, like, okay, why I see would what you're saying. I that's think what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, like, I, I, I realize, because I'm not gonna lie, I've been listening to Toy names for a minute. After before oh. And I remember, I remember, like, you know, of course, like, this is a wild tangent. But I remember... Yeah, him. I was
0: I was really trying to, you I, know. I'm sorry, whatever. Okay. But he, I just
1: remember, this, this nigga, this is this an artist. Growing up, blah, 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 he made it. And now that's his whole career is shot because of this incident. And I'm just saying, like... Who cares? Who cares? He shouldn't
0: have shot her. Next. Yeah, next. No, right. we not giving no sympathy out of I don't give a fuck her.
1: about that nigga. I'm not giving sympathy.
0: It sounded like it. No, it wasn't. All I'm saying... He pulled himself up from his bootstraps. (laughs) And he worked so hard. No,
1: all I'm saying is that that nigga's stupid. He fucked up his shit. And if you...
0: Short niggas always got some type of weird agenda. And we gotta watch out for them. we do. You're right. Some
1: short niggas got
0: weird agendas. Anyways, I'm gonna drive the boat back to earlier in the episode when I said failure is easy and success is the hard part. Mm Mm-hmm. That's something that imposter syndrome taught me because when this shit was busting my brain and I was in therapy, you know, boohoo into joy, I was I was a mess child. Um, I was just telling her like I really didn't expect the things that I'm experiencing now. Like mm-hmm. me last year, you tell me this is my life this year, I would be like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like, exactly. And you you know it like you know exactly where I'm coming from because mm-hmm. you know what I'm experiencing intimately. Like you see it on a day to day. Mm-hmm. And it's like I didn't expect none of this. And it it started to freak me out a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit, oh shit." Is I sometimes on on I think it's Instagram or Twitter, I had seen a um it's a common post. Like you are living at least one of your prayers. <clears throat> or something like that. Mm, I like that. Um, I and like when that. I realized it, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" Like the things that I've been asking for are happening, and I'm mm-hmm. freaking out. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm getting, mm-hmm. I'm getting scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in therapy. I'm talking to Joy, and she's like, "Well, how are you going to maintain it?" And I'm looking at her. I'm like, "Well, bitch, that's what I pay you for. So <laughs> what we about to do?" <laughs> I don't understand. So like when I had that realization. That in order to maintain success, I literally have to keep challenging myself. Mm-hmm. Earlier, when I was saying, like, oh, you gotta figure out what you did that worked, and you gotta keep doing that shit, mm-hmm. or you gotta make it make sure you do it 10 times better so you could keep this shit up. And that is scary because <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, Devontae. No. I don't no. know what the fuck I'm
1: doing. Nobody does. Nobody does.
0: And it's like, Oh shit, so I gotta keep
1: doing it? Yep. You Crazy. just gotta just do it. You're just gonna learn. Learn as you go. Learn as you grow. L- okay. Learn as you All grow. Right. And that's and I think what you just said was really, really impactful.
0: I know for me, what I tried to do to mitigate the like imposter syndrome mm-hmm. that I sometimes feel. Mm-hmm. Um for me, what works is looking in the mirror and verbally talking like to myself, <laughs> and you can call me a psychopath. I don't care. You put a Isa. I do. Be like I dead ass do.
1: Your your mirror self be dancing with you. I like, be like, yo, you
0: you fucking did that shit, bitch. Yeah, you did that shit, bitch. Yes, well, like I, mean,
1: I love that. I love
0: that. And woman. that's something that I learned. Like I know, well, well, I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen me do it, but I dead ass be in the mirror talking to myself.
1: Raise your hand if you ever talk to yourself in the mirror. Thank you. <laughs> No, if you don't, if you don't, then you should start at least just, yeah, I respect that.
0: So what are some ways that you try to, you know, get over imposter syndrome? Um, I do talk to
1: myself in a room
0: <laughs> Like, I'm not even trying to jock. I know it because you'd be in the bathroom for 37 minutes. No, I know. I don't, I don't know what you be doing. I'm like, yo, what is going on in there? <laughs> like, I be in mean, the mirror like... <laughs> y'all ready for this? Y'all ready
1: for this? Black, you big black motherfucker. You better, you better get gone today. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yo. But honestly, like... I think one of the things that I do... Is I... I sit back and I reflect. And... I think about all the things that got me to where I am. Mm -hmm. And I always do like a... I, I like to... Do like a timeline is weird Like I love timelines In general If I see a timeline I go I crazy What? Like I just love That was my favorite thing In history Just looking at timelines Oh looking
0: at the time And timeline. when they had the pictures, the pictures On it I just it? love timelines Oh that I love
1: timelines. So I, I do that to my life I literally have Like my own personal timeline 2014 And time. Time. <laughs> I go through Different timelines in my life And I literally sit back And I just Go and I reflect On everything that I've done Up to this moment Five years ago Five years from that and like you said, 2014, 2016, and I'm like, yo, I cannot believe that I'm here. So, yes, I don't know what I'm doing. Yes, it's hard, but I if if I went back in the past, what would I tell myself? Like, don't worry, just keep grinding. And i never like I never thought I would be sitting here in this place right now. Doing this exact same moment. No one ever is gonna know like exactly what they're gonna be doing, you know, five years from now. So that I use that same mentality and I'm like, okay, I even though I feel like I have these imposter syndrome, yes, I'm I don't know what I'm doing. I don't think I quote unquote deserve this, but guess what? I think I do and I can only imagine what life is gonna be five years from now.
0: So that's why you stay in the bathroom for thirty
1: seven minutes? Yes. <laughs> See how long that was? I have to tell myself that
0: every, <laughs> every morning. Every morning.
1: <laughs> while, I, while I'm putting on my I'm about to wake my, up my at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> I do my, bread, my bed. I wash my bed. I'm putting on my, my serums. My, remember my, where you my were my in 2014. I remember where you were. <laughs> this is who you are now.
0: <laughs> Yo. I actually
1: should do that every day.
0: Okay, that's a little bit aggressive. It might be even longer. <laughs> that's a little bit aggressive, yes, because we know other things need to <laughs> oh, Anyways, God. so I guess I started this episode saying that or asking you what yeah. you define as success, mm-hmm. right? Um, I just wanted to ask you. Now. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I can see you see, look at her what? face. Look at the kid okay, we're not what what are you about to ask me? I'm gonna ask you. Anyways
0: Because I think uh, I think it would be good to kinda end the episode <coughs> um by challenging uh you and anyone who's listening. Thank you for adding the mimosa effect to the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you hear that you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But um I just think it's Important for us to end it off with a challenge Mm -hmm. to anyone who's listening. Kind of just like reframe how you view success. Um, So I wanted to ask you, because I think it's important, by the way, Mm -hmm. to um, reframe it. This is what I'm challenging myself to do. How I view success versus what success actually feels like. And I'm trying to reframe my mind to look at success like that. What is this, what do I want success to feel like? Like, mm-hmm. for example, <laughs> um, for me, I want it to feel like easeful. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to feel like stressed about small mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Financially, I don't want to have to worry about anything. Like, even though I'm I'm thankful for where I'm at. But it's like financially, I don't want to have to worry about anything. I want that financial freedom. I want it to feel like that. But not only that, mm-hmm. I want it to be peaceful. Like I want it to. So that's kind of how I'm, it's kind of like a, a instead of to-do lists as success, it's yeah. like, this is what I want it to feel like. You want to feel like, okay. Right. So your question is. So my question is, what does, what is, what should success feel like to you?
1: So for me. And for, I guess, for anyone, I would say mean Honestly, for me. I don't care about what everyone else feels. But for me, um, success should feel calm. I totally agree. Like, I am a very anxious person. I've come to realize that. And living on, like, high end and anxiety is not the best thing. And, you know... I feel like I can if, if you're just at ease And you're calm And at peace Like how you feel On the beach On vacation all the time <laughs> No <laughs> that, that's real If that's, that's real. what you want if, Success to if, feel like You then... should feel that way You should feel at peace Like oh, I have a meeting at 12 <laughs> <laughs> That I might not get well, to Because I'm a to little too high well, it's like, fine like you know, if you could feel that way, then you, I think that's, I think that's success. Should how I, I can't even talk right now. How success should
0: feel like? <laughs> All right, guys. So no, we about no, no, to wrap no, this no, up no, because no. these mimosas is clearly hitting. Devante's dizzy. We don't need a dizzy man on this microphone. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? I'm not dizzy. You're very dizzy. How am I
1: dizzy? What does that even mean?
0: And that's exactly why we need to end the episode.
1: No, no because you call me dizzy. I'm not dizzy. Yet.
0: Any other words?
1: Yes. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. <laughs> um. Honestly, truly, really appreciate all the listeners. Like, of course, you know, I'm having fun. I'm doing what I, lo- I love. I'm enjoying myself. So I appreciate you all for listening and tuning in as we just... Just have a conversation. This is how I, I'm. I'm in my living room. We know.
0: Stop yelling. So
1: this is an everyday conversation. I'm letting you into my life right now. This is a conversation that I would we would have regardless. That's true. On and off, on the mic, Randomly. On, randomly. Like this is just this is just how we speak to each other, and this is why I enjoy talking to you all the time. But shout out to you. But yes, <laughs> I just want to say thank you all for tuning in. Um, let us know what's going on. I would love, like I said, I want y'all to call in. I want y'all to have questions and just give us random topics if you want us to talk to talk about. It. That'd be super dope. Email us at his and hers at gmail dot com. You can find us also on Instagram, his and hers podcast. You know how to spell? Don't even spell it for me. Um, and, actually,
0: you do because it's his and, and It's the letter, the letter n. n. And, the letter n. Hers podcast on Instagram. Because apparently, it's a lot of podcasts with this name. For real? Bro, why do you think I had to spell these things out like this?
1: That is so funny because I didn't even, like, care to even look.
0: I know you didn't because you don't edit, you don't put up nothing. No, no, you no, just no, no, sit no, no. on the mic, record, no, no, no. and that's it. No, the reason and why you said, leave everything else to me.
1: <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. The reason why I said I didn't care cause it was just it just came so authentic. Like... It just came authentic, so I didn't. It really did. I didn't even like want to like even
0: get that. Energy. We just knew that. Yeah. was
1: Yeah, and I didn't want to get that energy and look it up and then be like, "Oh, they got it." Ooh, uh, ooh. Yeah, it's so.
0: I yeah, that hate was that. So and weird. That, that would that would that Especially would change a, me. Yeah, it would change. The, I didn't way re- you think. look it up at all. Yeah,
1: that would change the way you think and change the way that you maneuver. Anyways.
0: Anyways, yes. well, as Devonte said, thank you so much for listening. Um... Tune in for our next episode. Whenever it will be, it will come. But we will practice consistency. That's what we'll promise you.
1: I'm always practicing consistency. It might not look like th- that The to consistency else. you wanted, <laughs> but, but I- it
0: consistent to <laughs> us. So that's all that matters. So, um, anyways, we will catch you guys on our next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>